0: He lives in you,
1: he lives in me. Wrong Disney property. <laughs> Into, th-
0: I'm sorry, I had, I had to hear it like all day. It's just, it, it's up there now for life.
1: <laughs> Hello everyone. Thank you for tuning in to What a Movie, a nostalgia infused podcast. We are your hosts.
0: I'm James Ferrero. And I'm
1: Nicole Knudsen and it has been a while.
0: It has, but you know what folks? We are in our brand new studio.
1: AKA our brand new apartment, which I believe at the top of our last episode, which was the Tron episode, we were like, hey, we're in the middle of apartment hunting, and it sucks, and the reason why you haven't heard us for, for uh, two whole months is because we've been moving.
0: Yep, moving all over the place, moving in between places, uh, trying to move to places. Places didn't want us, but this place did, and we love it
1: was it a third fourth times the charm fourth something time's like that the charm, as it, they say. it was a saga people but we're in our new home and we are much happier for it <laughs>
0: and also you won't have you hopefully won't have to wait this long for another episode again now that we're all moved in no. so thank you for your patience yes
1: um apart from uh our new abode how are we doing
0: good good just uh Busy mostly. Uh, I don't know about you. Um, yeah, I've just been working, uh, trying to get some projects lined up, which is exciting. Um, I'm in tech right now. Going about to go into tech for a show that I'm doing sound design for, which is fun. Uh, and um, yeah, Shakes on the Rocks is coming back in April. Uh, once again, those of you in the LA area, if you want to come see some fun. Off the cuff Shakespeare at the Roguelike Tavern on April 12th. Uh, Come on down and join us. It'll be a good time. Uh, But yeah, just, you know, business is business. Executive business. (laughs) What about you?
1: I'm good. Also, busier than I would like to be. Definitely more tired. You just had a callback today. Yes, I had a callback today, and that's very exciting. I haven't been called back for anything in, well, just generally speaking, the last few years with COVID. I have not been on my bullshit about like submitting to things and submitting myself going out for auditions as much as I uh, had been in the past. So, just generally, auditions have been fewer. And farther between. Um, but yeah, I had a callback today, and that was that felt nice.
0: Only because this came up recently in a conversation I was having. Um, for our listeners who may not uh, know what a callback is, what no. is a callback, Nicole? Uh,
1: so it is when you are called back to audition a second time, hence callback. Uh, you go in for a first round of auditions, which is just for, you know, anybody, everybody who has access to that. And then, yeah, second round. That's all that that means.
0: So if any of your actor friends listeners ever say I had a callback, don't just brush that off. Tell them congratulations because that's a big step. Even if you don't book it, getting called back is super big. Yep. So, yeah, let them know that they did a great job.
1: Yeah, so that's uh, the latest exciting thing in my life. Uh, it did mean that I had to start work two hours earlier than I normally would have uh... in order to get to that audition. Um, but... uh but I'm grateful for the opportunity. Yes. <laughs> it's my diplomatic answer to that and also why I'm just very sleepy right now.
0: Very diplomatic of you.
1: <laughs> um, but anyway, what movie are we watching today to, to uh, inaugurate our new apartment as the Wham! CC 2.0, the What a Movie Command Center 2.0?
0: Well, it only seemed fitting. I guess it is 2.0 because we had 1.5 there for a hot second for one episode, but we didn't live there. So uh, this is 2.0. I'm not
1: counting like remote recordings.
0: But like that could, but like what we did uh, when we did We're Back, we were uh, house sitting, or I was house sitting. You were house sitting. So I would call that 1.5 though. Yeah, but then we also,
1: when we recorded the uh, Edward Scissorhands episode with Finn and Leah, we were at their house. (laughs)
0: 1.7. This is the official 2.0. This is the official 2.0. And what a way to bring in 2.0 than with, um, if I'm not mistaken, well, I guess not technically our first TV movie. There was another one that we're not going to talk about. Um, This one, I think, will be much better, though. In the world of television movies from the year 1997, we are going to be looking at Cinderella, or more commonly known, although I just had to look this up because officially it is not called Brandy Cinderella, even though it should, because we all know it as... Brandy Cinderella.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, it seemed grand enough to be our, our first entry back into recording.
0: I think the presence of Whitney Houston alone would dictate that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
1: Yep. And, oh, what a cast.
0: What a cast.
1: Uh, but before we get into that, uh, who wants to start off with nostalgic connections to this?
0: Why don't you start us off?
1: So my nostalgic connection is is pretty minimal uh which is definitely surprising uh given the fact that i you know grew up on i know that this isn't like really a disney movie um even though disney now owns it and it's I like think a
0: very wink wink disney movie. yeah
1: um but this very much i think would have been in theory something that even if i didn't watch a lot i'm kind of shocked that my parents didn't like acquire this for me um i have only seen this movie once
0: Wow. I've only
1: seen it once and uh I saw it uh I was I think my family and family friends of uh, the Webers uh Abby you're about to feature pretty heavily in this. Um we were like on vacation somewhere. We were staying in a home that was neither of our homes and the the Webber family owned this cop uh, you know a, a vhs copy of this movie and we watched it in like i don't know if it was like a beach house or maybe we were just in a beach town i have no idea where we were but the but, family
0: wasn't there like you could be there you weren't like just like hiding out in the house right you were allowed to be there
1: yes yeah okay. we were supposed to be there oh, okay good um on. and uh yeah i've i've only ever seen this movie that one time in this location that I do not remember where we were. Um, But I have now seen clips of it quite frequently in very rapid succession because uh, Abby is coming back into this story. Um, Her young son, Max, this is one of his favorite movies and it was playing on repeat when we went to go visit them in uh, uh, November of last year. It was Brandy Cinderella, uh, Encanto, Moana and Turning Red were like the four movies on just constant rotation. Um, so I have very recently heard a lot of random snippets from this film, um, but still have only ever seen it all the way through once.
0: So Max, when you get a little bit older and a little bit more cognizant, you're going to listen to us and be like, oh, they're talking about me. Yeah. So hi, Max.
1: Yeah, this episode is dedicated to Max.
0: <laughs> Who really is the greatest of all of us and... <laughs> Maximilian, one day we will talk about your future, my dear boy. (laughs) Well, that day is not today.
1: Uh, Anyway, that is my uh, hazy, nostalgic connection to this movie. I did not grow up watching this to the extent that I know a lot of other people did.
0: I'm in a very similar boat. I also did not grow up watching this and also have a very weird roundabout connection with it, though. Uh, Also featuring a very good friend of mine. Spencer, be ready. Uh, so basically, <laughs> I remember watching this. I think only formally watching it through once when I remember someone brought it to school when was this 97? So, like, okay, what this was like
1: 98, 99, something for, like
0: that. I guess like second or third grade or something. I don't know. Something like that. Someone brought it to school and it was like a, like a movie day. I don't know. And like, I just remember like we all watched it together. And so I have very distinct memories like watching it at school with friends but i don't think i ever watched it at home once again i don't think uh my family ever owned this uh like a a copy of it or anything so i just remember that i remember like you know thinking like oh yeah i saw this like interesting version of cinderella when i was a kid but like it was at school and it definitely wasn't like the disney version which is ironic because we were talking about this earlier how i feel like in the the kind of the cult following that this film has built I feel like when more people talk about Cinderella now, they are referring to Brandy's Cinderella, not the Disney Cinderella of our generation, which I think is fascinating, at least for most people that I've talked to. Uh, No sliding on the Disney Cinderella. You're fine. Um, I would argue maybe one of the weaker ones of that era, but uh, we're not here to talk about that. So all this to say, that was my connection for years. And then uh, many years later, Uh, So Spencer is one of my one of my best friends was studying up at PCPA, which is a acting Uh, conservatory. What does
1: that stand for?
0: Uh, The Pacific Coast. See, I was going to look this (laughs) up but I was just going to say PCPA, a very well respected acting conservatory and professional theater up here on the coast or close to the coast as you're going up towards the Bay Area of California. So I can't tell you exactly what the phrase is now. I'll find out for you later. I was hoping that no one would call me out on that.
1: I wasn't calling you out. I just, I, I also genuinely do not know what it stands for It stands
0: for Pacific Coastal... Or something. Uh, all, this, all this to say, uh, there's no other reason to go to Santa Maria unless you're going to BCPA. It's otherwise pretty nondescript town up there going up towards the bay. Uh, but I went up because my friend Spencer was doing a production of Cinderella, which is what this, like, this all this movie is based on the musical from, I believe, from, like, years this ago. This started or... as,
1: so this musical was written as a TV movie. Yes, it was. Then That's be- right. Starring Julie Andrews as Cinderella. Then it became a stage musical, and then it became the... TV movie that we're about to watch,
0: right? So this was an adaptation of this musical
1: by Rodgers and Hammerstein.
0: Yes. Um. So and you know he and he was playing like you know what is it like the the major domo like grand commandant uh, the,
1: the Jason Alexander yeah, character, yeah, who's
0: you know just kind of like the, the the comic relief who's like bouncing around. And so just my only association with the musical until I saw it was like hanging out in Santa Maria, this very small weird little town, stopping by like an Applebee's because there was no other place to go, and just hearing. You know spencer like singing these songs to himself as he was like practicing and getting himself ready so for the longest time all i could hear in my head was either like you know it was like his royal highness da, 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 da. like it was just this over and over again it was like this is only part of the musical that i know and either that or you know the the big famous uh the prince is having a ball which you know eventually uh, if you have those friends that you just like hang out with and just make stupid jokes and cackle like hyenas that's that that's me and spencer basically um, so, you know, that eventually gave way to, like, you know, the prince is shaving his balls, and, you know, it was just, like, we were, <laughs> we were just f- fucking around all the time. So, all this to say, I finally, like, went and saw the musical that he was doing, and it was, it was great. It was a very fun, like, charming production. Um, our other friend Jordan was playing the prince, and he was great. Uh, but yeah, it was a very fun show, and to which they have, like, I, which I think is probably used in a lot of theatrical productions of, uh, you know, Cinderella, when she transforms out of the scullery maid outfit into the dress, and it's, like... Probably, like, not a simple, but, like, a pretty straightforward theatrical technique of, like, hiding the dress in, like, kind of a pouch on yep. you. And then you have the actor spin around to kind of distract you. So you're looking and at her spinning. Like
1: magnets that you yank off and then it just or like, unfurls. strings or yeah. something.
0: And it basically, like, if you do it right, it just looks like it magically appears on her. It's a very, like, in a way, simple technique, but it's very effective. And I remember watching that and I was like, whoa, that was really cool. And then I thought... If I think this is cool, me, like a full grown adult, then I could just imagine some kids watching this who just saw that and their minds are probably just like, (gasps) and it's that moment, which I, you know, not to get sappy, but I think is why a lot of us who do theater do theater is for these moments of theatrical magic, because you see it happen right in front of you.
1: I mean, I remember watching, this must have been 10 years ago now, but it was when Cinderella was like on Broadway. Um... Again, I think about a decade ago. And the Tony Awards were happening and I was watching the Tonys and they did, you know, Cinderella's like performance piece in the live broadcast was that moment. And again, grown ass adult just sitting there watching and seeing the dress transform in like, you know, a matter of moments. And I'm like, it's magic! It's magic! And I was just so delighted
0: which, God knows, that's hard to find as an adult. So, like, we'll gladly take it where we can get it. Um, but that's my history with Cinderella.
1: Yeah. Uh, so usually our next question is, on a scale of 1 to 10, how well do we think we remember the plot? While neither of us are particularly familiar with this iteration of Cinderella, it is still Cinderella. Um do we want to adjust this at all? Because, like, I, I mean, I know the story of Cinderella very well.
0: It's the one where she uh, there are charms unfortunately the woodland no... creatures and then meets a bunch of uh See, I don't think there's any in the
1: uh, mice in this one. <laughs> there's
0: no mice in this one. Okay. Um. But she just wants to have legs and walk on the beach, right? Wait, no, sorry. <laughs> that's, that's another one. She likes to read a lot. Uh, she likes and goes to, to, read to a magic
1: a lot. castle. Not the magic castle. That's very different. She
0: crashes the home of uh, seven hardworking men in the woods and proceeds to take over their lives.
1: Um, I if you feel differently, please let me know, but I think we can skip over
0: this. I think so. Part. Uh for those of you who don't know, um, Cinderella is, you know, treated Badly by her stepmother and stepsisters. Goes to a ball. Prince likes her. Can't find her. Finds her. Happy ever after.
1: Basically. There it is. Um, There's a
0: pumpkin. There's a fairy godmother. Um,
1: Shall we we just jump to nostalgia-infused grades? Let's just
0: jump to nostalgia-infused grades. Nicole, what do you think?
1: I think for movies like this where I don't have a deep history with it it's always tough I think I'm gonna give it a B just because I never went back to re-watch it and I never sought it out really apart from you know maybe some songs that I would find on YouTube but like never the entire thing um everything on this is so arbitrary so I'm yes I shall declare a B <laughs> For my nostalgia grade.
0: I'm kind of in that vein as well. Uh, I would say a C for Cinderella, but uh, I'm not going to go that low. I'll say a B minus, kind of the same. Like, I only saw it once. I, I had, like, fond memories of it, but it was, like, more of, like, oh, yeah, I saw that with friends. Cool. But, like... The, even the musical itself, I never really sought out again. It wasn't really like of like Rodgers and Hammerstein's things. It wasn't something that I was like, "Ooh, yeah, I really want to listen to this." It was like there are probably other ones I would have listened to first. So like, yeah, I mean, it's perfectly it seemed perfectly harmless, but like B minus, I guess. Yeah. Uh,
1: alrighty, folks. Um, if this is your first time tuning into the show, hello and welcome. Thank you for joining us. Uh, we are about to take a break to go rewatch brandy cinderella um but before we do that uh we usually like to partake in beverages and or snacks uh while we do our rewatch uh usually the beverages are of the adult variety uh james do you know what like you might milk <laughs> Ugh. i have not had a glass of milk in a very 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 long time probably not since like elementary or middle school
0: we have some milk do you want one no
1: i don't <laughs> you
0: want a white Russian?
1: oh god no that that's even worse you're making it more disgusting
0: <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry my friend and i were just talking about white russians recently so,
1: oh how um, times have changed i used to drink milk all the time
0: i was like i used to drink white russians all the time you like really
1: aren't you cool <laughs> i went uh really hard as a kid <laughs>
0: You were just, like, a miniature Lebowski.
1: <laughs> um, anyway, we will not be having white Russians this evening. <laughs> you know what you're going to be having?
0: Uh, you know, I'm, I don't know. Like, I was, like, uh, maybe a beer, but then all of a sudden, like, red wine came to me. And I was like, maybe it's because we had a very tasty Italian meal tonight.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't think we have red wine, though.
0: Do we not have red wine?
1: I finished the bottle.
0: Oh. We're. Re- we oh shoot. We, we don't I, have
1: wine. I totally
0: I totally thought we still had a bottle. Yeah. No. Well, this shows how tuned in I am, folks. Uh then beer it is, probably. And maybe uh, whiskey. Who knows?
1: Yeah, probably probably beer. That sounds nice and refreshing.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: I was also gonna go the wine route, and then I also remembered, wait, I don't think we have
0: any. I almost got some today, and then I was like, no, we have some. And no. that was just wrong on my part. Cool. But, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> um, that's okay. I apologize. Uh, anyway, uh we'll be right back, folks. We're gonna go rewatch Cinderella.
0: His Royal Highness.
1: Uncle, are still preoccupied. 19, 19, 19, 19 1985. 1985. We can't sing this on the show. <laughs> We're going to get sued. <laughs> 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 hey, we just watched Cinderella and we come in singing Bowling Pursuit. Yeah. <laughs>
0: honestly it kind of makes sense i don't know it tracks uh, <laughs> this song isn't like other songs and she's not like other girls
1: she's definitely not like other girls this is every
0: casting breakdown for anything she's she- not like other girls <laughs>
1: She's not a fucking weirdo like her stepsisters, (laughs) who I adore for how weird they are. She
0: doesn't have a bizarre personality, unfortunately.
1: (laughs) Does she have any personality? (laughs) It's debatable. Uh, But she sure is pretty. Uh, Welcome back, everybody. We've just finished our rewatch of Cinderella featuring Brandy.
0: Featuring Brandy.
1: (laughs) Brandy. Um. I don't know about you, but I had a great time.
0: That was lovely. That was a very lovely trip down memory lane.
1: Yeah, when we were discussing, like, oh, what movie do we want to watch to come back for for what a movie? And I'm like, I didn't vocalize this, but I don't want to watch anything that's not that there was anything particularly sad on our list, but I was like, I want something light or fun or a piece of fluff. Yeah. Um and hence this, which is exactly works. what I wanted it to be. If this is your first time listening, this is where we normally will get into, like, any, th- any big plot things that we missed. But again, we didn't need to go over the plot of Cinderella. We all know the plot of Cinderella. It's
0: about what you'd expect.
1: Um, are there any big overarching things that we want to address at the top before we start moving uh moving through like the various moments more or less chronologically
0: i mean i guess just overall the fun thing to take away from this is like it's just it's a very entertaining very charming uh, tv movie from the late 90s which is rare to find you see this more nowadays with stuff but like for this time to go like on this level of and we'll get into the numbers later of like on a budget that this had just for like the sets and the costumes alone is just like, and like all of the, all of the extras and all of the dancers, like, I'm just like, wow. And everyone is out there and everyone is having a great time and they know what they're doing. Like it's a strong group of people where it's like you, you take your people who you, You know, like, you know, they'll be able to hold their own doing what they're trying to do in this, but then you'll also add in some heavyweights to really, like, you know, bring it home. So, like, everything will kind of balance out. And it's just, yeah, it's a very, very sweet, charming um, trip back to the 90s that I would argue, uh, not to get ahead of ourselves, but, like, holds up in a lot of ways today, which was very impressive.
1: Yeah, I... A thought that I continued having throughout this movie was like how much I appreciated the tactile nature of the design of everything in it. And I think this is partly a product of particularly in the last like 10, 15 years or so, just being inundated with films where CG is so prevalent and particularly because this movie is a fantasy and nowadays almost inherently there's going to be some cg effect more or less uh and the fact that it's like you are very clearly on a backlot somewhere and all of these sets are practical like you follow also the camera work in this is really really energetic and kinetic which is like gives the the movie so much energy
0: it it resists from becoming too stagey looking while still having like a stagey persona in the good way yeah kind of what you were saying about where it is like yeah we're definitely just like we're on this like very beautifully made set that's clearly on like the universal studios backlog but like it looks like very but it but it's very charming in that it has that kind of old timey throwback quality which is like it's a fairy tale we can get away with this it's fine no one's going to be upset that, like, oh, that looks, that doesn't look real. It's like, it's a fairy tale. It's not supposed to look real.
1: Yeah, and I think that that is a big part of this movie's charm is is that quality of, uh, like, every everything is real.
0: And it's bright and it's colorful and it's before yeah. we started getting into, like, we talked about this on some other episodes, but, like, before we started getting into, like, super gritty, super dark, everything is, like, you know, shades of grays and, like and browns and all this other stuff it's like they're not afraid to be like no we're gonna have everyone in very lovely beautiful bright costumes and mm-hmm. it's going to pop and it's gonna look very everything very pretty. is
1: going to look really luscious and and this is like the most drab costume is cinderella's which is on purpose is the point yeah yeah the point is that she's in these very simple you know like Uh, neutral like muted tones when she's you know in her scullery maid outfit Um, i I also just
0: really admire too like kind of along with that the sense of how they went about telling the story where it's like they're they're committing to the very genuine nature of this musical very thoroughly like there's no winking at the camera ironic kind of like oh god isn't this kind of like old-timey it's like they're just full all the actors are fully invested in this very over-the-top fairy tale and they're committing to, like, you know, this very earnest retelling of it where, like, any of the humor that comes in that is a little bit more modern isn't meant to kind of, like, critique it or isn't meant to tease it. But it's just meant to kind of, like, you know, give it a little bit of more of a modern twist, but still, like, own the story. The characters still are taking it very seriously. No one's, like, sitting around kind of going, like, eh, pff, whatever, which is very refreshing.
1: Yeah, there's no judgment on the love story, which...
0: Which they very easily could have been, especially yeah. in the '90s when everyone was really cynical.
1: Yeah, and I, this is something that has come up in previous episode, uh, uh, you know, previous episodes of this show. It's a little too sweet for me at times, but that's that's not the movie's fault. That's just the show itself that the they've chosen itself. to yeah. do an adaptation of. Um, but I, yeah, I I think that that's a good point where there isn't an ironic. Or a sardonic take on it. They just present it very straightforwardly and very sincerely, which, as you said, you don't see a lot of. You don't see things that are just earnest.
0: And it's like you wanna punch it up with like some more like, you know, sly humor in there, that's fine. But then you also cast it so effectively with people who can be, who can do both the comedy and the drama, and, you know, in some cases can sing and dance and do the whole thing and it's like you don't have to do more than that just cast it well and tell the story and you've done your job really so that's kind of my overall feeling
1: yeah right. um
0: do we want to jump in
1: i i think we should um, all right we get uh i mean it starts with the overture of the show which is i mean is, it's,
0: it starts with with Whitney Houston blasting out oh either. yeah
1: because it's like, like starting we can't, we can't have, i forgot about that it's like we can't have whitney houston only show up halfway through the runtime she needs to like do a little teaser she's gonna sing a few bars of, of impossible as a bit of a prologue and then we're gonna get into uh the overture where we're gonna meet the town and we're gonna meet most of our main players and uh
0: oh by the way pcpa is pacific conservatory theater is all I could get. I oh, don't okay. know what that means, but yes. Of the Pacific? Uh, uh, wait. M- maybe. Pacific it, Conservatory Theater of I know, Theater I, know, the I know. It just says P- Pacific Conservatory Theater. PCPA, Pacific Conservatory Theater. I don't know, but that's all I can give you.
1: Pacific Conservatory Theater of the Performing Arts?
0: Maybe. Why not? We'll it, go with that. It's mystery. Performing Arts. That's, that makes sense, right, kids? We like that one? Right, cool. cool. <laughs> uh, but yes, anyway, uh, we are introduced to the town and the village and... We have our list of players who we'll get to each of those people individually. And like we said, the stack, it, the stack is cast. The cast <laughs> is stacked. And uh, yeah, but we're going through a uh, fun little credit I saw in there. Rob Marshall did not direct this movie, but Rob Marshall did direct the musical numbers and did the choreography for this movie, which uh, definitely shows. It. The guy knows what he's that's doing. That's
1: another thing. The choreography in this is incredible.
0: Rob Marshall, baby. And um, to think, just like, what, five years later, he'd be doing Chicago.
1: <laughs> um, but anyway, we're in, in like, the town square. Cinderella and her stepmother and her stepsisters are out running errands, doing shopping. Um, and meanwhile, you also have the prince.
0: Oh, we should say the stepmother... And this is only the beginning. Um, played by Bernadette Peters, legend our, of the stage, our
1: queen Bernadette Peters, who just
0: comes right on, and from her first entrance, you you see exactly the movie she's in, and you're like, all right, and she's I setting am the here pace. for she has it. set the pace, and everyone else is going to try to keep up.
1: Yeah. Um, but yes. But meanwhile, the prince is walking around, which leads me to my first question: <laughs> Does no one know what the prince looks like? Or does everyone in this movie have face blindness? I mean,
0: we'll get to it later where that really becomes an issue. But uh, <laughs> I I, I want to say they're operating under the fairy tale rules of if you dress in different clothes than you usually do, immediately you look like a completely different person. So you could be the prince. Who wh- we can make an argument. Everyone knows what the prince looks like, <laughs> but when the prince is walking around in like kind of a you know a, a, like a little billowy pirate shirt and, you know, like, just regular-looking pants and is walking around with his, you know, his, like, quaff 90s uh, wet-style hair, then everyone will just go, like, he looks like one of us.
1: Yeah, because I... He's
0: something like the rest of us. And then just, like... But as soon as he puts on, like, the royal garb, they all go, oh, it's the prince. And so we see later with Cinderella, it's the opposite effect.
1: I... See, that phenomenon makes slightly more sense <laughs> in the in the very specific instance of Cinderella walking into the ball and she is, you know, dressed up to the nines, that I understand more of people not placing her of like, wow, you you do look so different. The only
0: person who looks like fucking Brandy in this town.
1: But it's also, it's just so ridiculous that like two people as objectively beautiful as Brandy and Paolo Montalban wouldn't remember each other's faces because they are both so pretty.
0: I mean, he's also just wandering around this town singing. Like, clearly, <laughs> he has nothing better to do, and no one is paying him much attention either, to be um, fair.
1: But yeah, anyway, Cinderella and uh, Prince Christopher. I just, I can't Prince get over the... Chris. I can't get over the fact that his, <laughs> that his name is just Chris.
0: Upon Chris Prince's day.
1: I, I'm curious if that name was in the original version or if they changed his name to be a more 90s name
0: like it was like christoph
1: or just or maybe he just went fully by christopher because even like the full full name christopher sounds less ridiculous than prince chris (laughs) Then
0: victor garber was like (laughs) i'm gonna call you chris And it's like, well, if he wants to call him Chris, he's going to call him Chris. I know it's only
1: his parents who call him that, but still, it's just so casual. It's
0: very casual for this, you know, otherwise very uh, elaborate fairy tale.
1: Yeah. Uh, But anyway, Chris and Cinderella are singing the same song about their separate woes in life. And uh, she almost gets run over by... A horse and carriage, and he gallantly swoops in to check on her. And don't do forget, it.
0: this was shot in L.A., so that did feel very
1: realistic. <laughs> Whoa! Um, <laughs> and they're just like, oh, wow. You're really attractive, but I don't have the words to, to say this. Oh, no, I think he just straight up says, like, yeah, you're really beautiful. They, they
0: do the whole, like, just pause, and when they finally look at each other, it's like, it's like, oh, I'm so so." Da, 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 da. like they're just like awestruck cinderella
1: yeah i <laughs> i feel like for most of how the prince and cinderella are written in this the dialogue does not do them any favors
0: but at the same time their their, their job and it was, as we as we said we'll go through this but like Each character in this has their function of, like, are you funny? Are you a showstopper? For these two, they are so pretty.
1: They are so pretty and have such beautiful singing voices and have these, like, very sweet, doe-eyed expressions. I, I feel like the note that they were given was just like, hey, your yeah. eyes, can you just make them wider? Can you and just be a more, deer? Can you just make your eyes more full of wonder? Can they get wider? I want to see only the whites of your eyes.
0: I've not seen enough whimsy and wonder in your eyes. I more. must see
1: more. Um, Yeah, I feel like that was the only note given to those to those two actors and, and that just looked pretty. And you know, they deliver on it. They do. They deliver on As it. As we've
0: seen the ingenues typically don't get a whole lot to do. Yeah, they it's look pretty.
1: again something that's come up before on the show of like being the leads is quite frequently a thankless part. Like yes, you get a lot of the songs and you get, you know, that beautiful uh, you know, number in the ballroom uh with the big dance. Um but it's you don't get to have as much fun in your character because you have to be like I'm the romantic lead and unless you're in I feel like in it's better in more modern stuff but when you're uh working with material that is from an earlier time you are kind of stuck in those um you know archetypal roles where there isn't as much wiggle room or as much nuance just in the writing of the characters. Yeah. Um but anyway, our young lovers are separated because they both have to go home.
0: <laughs> it's time to go home.
1: <laughs> they have to go home. Um uh what next? what next
0: well they go uh do we do we next go to the kingdom i think now we're up in the kingdom where the prince is the prince being the prince uh, mm-hmm. but we meet lionel who's jason alexander who is our lovely uh major domo commandant whatever you want to call him he he's zazu
1: poor lionel, poor he, lionel. he is just so abused he needs a better job.
0: He needs a vacation and a better job.
1: Yeah, all of it. Um, but he it, he does get some of the best been, lines in this too. Oh yes.
0: Just like when he's like up there, he's like, "You have to was like, I have to stop lying to your mother. They have laws against that."
1: Uh but he's basically been helping, um, Chris. Chris sneak out and helping him dress in peasant's attire so that he can uh, pull a. He's basically pulling a Clark Kent versus superman
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, scenario
0: well he's basically just being jasmine from aladdin
1: yeah at least jasmine like covered her hair and her face <laughs>
0: <laughs> not chris chris is like look at my face i'm on, so pretty i look put my on face.
1: a uh slightly less well-crafted tunic <laughs> and but, some boring pants but poor pants. Lionel is
0: like caught in the middle of this and rightfully so is irritated by being like you know you have to stop doing this because like yeah i'm i'm the one that's gonna get in trouble not you don't <laughs> kill me
1: um but
0: to this we then meet the king and queen uh
1: played by uh victor garber who plays it's the king and whoopi a, goldberg who plays just the queen having a ball oh man Well, the prince is having a ball. the prince
0: is having a ball, but they're having the ball to begin with.
1: I love them. They, I mean, I have a lot of favorites, but they are among my list of favorites. They
0: they are doing so much with, like, relatively, like, small parts when you think about it, but Mm -hmm. are just, like, running away with it with such chemistry with one another. And you can tell they're just having such a great time of, you know, you've got the queen really wants to throw this ball so her son can find someone. Because
1: the queen wants... (laughs) grandbabies
0: <laughs> what do they say like when, when when he first comes in it's like we were just talking about you and victor Garber's was just like your, your mother, mother was, was talking i was listening
1: yes um uh, i also since we're here with this particular family unit uh i do want to talk about what this movie has been lauded for f- basically since it came out was the like truly colorblind casting or i guess color conscious casting is probably a better term at
0: at the time they probably would have called it colorblind casting but Mm -hmm. yeah i think color conscious is more Um, appropriate nowadays
1: and i you know and rightfully so because i know for for me as as an audience member if you are going to do this if no one in this immediate family unit looks alike I don't care. Like, I don't think about it. It's just, you say that, okay, these two, this white man and this black woman produced an Asian son.
0: And it also helps that, like, they have real chemistry between the three of them where you actually buy them as, like, a mother and a father. And yeah. Same. Like, there's, like, the little irritations and the little foibles they have with one another. You're, like, you can see these are clearly people that, like, you know... Have their gripes with one another, like they still love each other, but you can see the irritations of, like, oh god, you're doing this thing again that you always do, yeah, which is very, which is very fun,
1: Mm -hmm. yeah. And I just to reiterate the point of, like, if no one in an immediate family looks alike, it's also the like what Hamilton does, where it's like you have all of these different people, and it doesn't really matter what they're sort of. Uh, background is, or, or you know, they're, sort of ancestral finally, makeup. But. They're finally
0: getting back to it. I feel like this movie was way ahead of its time. Yeah, and they did it, and I'm kind of shocked it took this long before people started like going, like Oh, we should do that again because it was like clearly it worked before. Why are we not doing this more? Mm-hmm. But you know, as we've seen, most uh, I'm sorry, but most uh, theater people or most uh, artists have no originality. So, uh, I'm sorry, guys, but that's kind of the sad reality of it. So, get original.
1: Um, anyway, uh, the royal family, we love Whoopi Goldberg and Victor Gerber. <laughs>
0: just, yeah, they, I, I think at one point too, it doesn't, it's like, like Chris is like, it's like, I just, like, I wanted to be in love with someone like you two were. And they just kind of look at each other and it's like, oh. do we
1: tell him? No.
0: No. Okay. Look, son, it's very sweet. Uh, but we meet them, and then we flash back down. We just want
1: you to be happy. We want you to find a bride. I mean, we also want you to be happy, but...
0: Happiness has nothing to do with it. And, yes, and we want grandkids. Right now.
1: Yeah. We... Give us grandbabies. Not to rush you some, but we need you to get get oh yeah. busy. That was
0: the other thing, yeah. And it's like, you know, when you inherit the throne, Victor Carver's like, not anytime soon. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: it's, it's very charming. Um, but now... We flash back down to Cinderella's house with her stepmother and her stepsisters and, you know, just shenanigans afoot.
1: Yeah, Um, we get the very famous song, In My Own Little Corner, um, that Cinderella sings in her own little corner by the fire. (laughs) Because remember, cinders, Cinderella, do you get it?
0: Well, if they did it in Northern California, it'd be Cinderella. Cinderella. Am I wrong, folks? Am I wrong? No, I'm not.
1: Dear listener, I wish that you could see the look on my
0: face. I wish you could see the look on my face, too. I'm grinning ear to ear.
1: Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, so this is
0: happening. Oh, and I guess we uh, we meant to say, too, that somewhere in the midst of this, the, the queen gives the order that they're going to have a ball and sends Lionel out to decree the message. And, you know, it's like scribing out, like, the full name, which is. yeah, Christopher
1: a st- has a million names.
0: Da, 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 da. Yeah. like It keeps
1: it, growing throughout the song. And they keep
0: finding a different name to do a bit on. Like Herman, Herman, Herman. Like Sydney, Sydney. So yeah. it's, 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 it's always fun. Maisie.
1: <laughs> and uh, it's this big, big flashy number of the princes having a ball uh, where we get the most structurally sound multi-tiered cake uh in the history of cinema. That 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 cake gets I mean, I know it's just plywood, but but that thing gets tossed around so much.
0: This town's economy must run on whether the prince has a ball or not because like man, everyone is out there dancing Mm -hmm. around and it's like, there's shit to be done. Yeah. What are y'all dancing in the streets for? But you got Jason Alexander just selling it jumping around doing his thing and as we all know like jason alexander like is a song and dance man and he can do it so it's just like he's out there having a blast uh it's all very fun they do they do a little uh you know like it's like he accidentally gets like a bottle of champagne which he pops open and just like takes a swig out of and it was like oh yay like older disney like there's no way they would do that now <laughs> but it's so fun to see it's like yeah Fucking Lionel's, like, having a day and a half. Like, he's got to do all this. It's like, hey, if he sees a bottle of champagne, yeah, he's going to be like, I'm just going to have this right now. Okay, fine. <laughs> uh, But, yeah, then he ends up, then they're all back up at the uh the palace, and they're all getting ready for the ball. And they have that. It's one of my favorite lines in the whole thing. Over, It's like, because I guess, like, you know, like, the queen decided to go send out this invitation without telling Chris, which, you know, is Chris a little peeved.
1: Yeah. Well, Chris said no, and then his mom sent out the invites anyway.
0: (laughs) To which he's like, what does he say? He says, like, you should be ashamed for, like, tell them you're ashamed for this. To which we get Victor Garber just classic line of, like, never been ashamed of anything in my life. I'm certainly not going to start now.
1: And in that moment continues the uh, uh, sometimes (laughs) intentional, sometimes (laughs) unintentional abuse of Lionel um
0: because he's 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 on a ladder he's on a
1: ladder he's like hanging up garlands or something and like he winds up like face planting off of this ladder (laughs) and they just like leave him there
0: yeah i mean it is a very accurate portrayal of royals like you know they are charming and funny and we do like them but then in those moments like oh right you're the king and queen you don't give a fuck it's just like he's he's falling down again yeah whatever he'll he'll get back up he's just being weird
1: sorry i just glanced at my notes, and uh, this is back with Cinderella and her family. Um, and she says something, of, you know, well, if my father were alive, Bernadette Peters says, well, he's not.
0: Boom, <laughs> just fucking but, dagger. But, <laughs> I
1: wrote, he's alive in my heart. He lives in you. <laughs> I don't, I don't. <laughs> Which is what we um, would, for our listeners, would you like to provide context for why we started this episode <laughs> with a song from The Lion King?
0: No. But I will. Uh, Now, I was working at at my place of work. I I work at a, it's sort of like a rental arts incubator. We get, like, people come in to do shows, but they do, like, rehearsals, workshops, auditions, things like that. Uh, And I was working in one of the rooms, and there was a high school choir came in today. And they were all in one of the rooms, all kind of, like, doing their thing. And I was, like, over on the other side of the building getting some work done. And all of a sudden, I just hear, like, echoing down the hall. Because there's, like, 60 kids in there. And I just feel like, he lives in you and i was like i know this simba's pride Ha-ha.
1: or the broadway show either one take your pick
0: so uh, that's why and, I, and it's been stuck in my head ever since then and for a moment i was like oh let's just do that and i was like no 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 no, we're not gonna do simba's pride so uh, anyway all that to say that's why it was in my head um but yes but he is dead and this is the thing, too. Like, Bernadette Peters, like, knowing when to, like, you know, cheese it up, knowing when to go fully over the top. But then, man, when she, like, when she lays in, like, the daggers, you're like, oh, yeah, that's right, You're really fucking good.
1: Yeah. It's, she walks the line so perfectly of being over the top, being ridiculous, being being the type of, quote, evil stepmother that this particular version of Cinderella needs. But then in, like, the blink of an eye shifting and being 100% grounded.
0: It's like, whoo. For,
1: like, even just a line, even just a look, and then she can switch back.
0: Can we take a moment to talk about the stepsisters now? Because I think we're, like, right around to where they're starting to get, like, the bulk I, of their stuff.
1: They are such fucking weirdos, and I adore them.
0: They're <laughs> just, I mean, once again, understanding the assignment perfectly well of it's like, no, no, nothing is too big nothing is too big yeah, just it, go for it
1: it did get a little much but that is not their fault that is no, just, that's just the nature of those parts but they're uh, fulfilling their roles as the obnoxious stepsisters like to perfection uh, their, their character names are Minerva and Calliope
0: please um, Calliope don't snort <laughs> I beg you
1: try not to snort Oh man, they they are the true clowns of this show.
0: And they and and they sell it with every fiber of their being. Mm-hmm. Um but this all leads to at some point like Cinderella is talking about love and then Bernadette will not be upstaged.
1: I think that's later. Is
0: that later? Yeah, I think it's a there? little
1: bit later. Uh not much later. We can talk about that now. Um I'm just trying to think of
0: and there's not really much else that's happened at this point, I think. There's a lot that's of are
1: Because that's when they're about to go to the ball.
0: Yeah. Which I guess
1: we're there. We're
0: pretty much there, Not
1: though. Not a lot happens. It's a
0: pretty straightforward plot.
1: In this show slash movie. Um, and, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so she has, you know, this scene-chewing moment with, uh, what is it called? I Fell in Love with Love, mm-hmm. if that's the name of the song, so but I it's about been. like, this isn't about love, this is about marriage. and They're very different. Marriage. Uh, Yes. And it's Bernadette Peters getting to strut her stuff for a song, and it's great.
0: And she burns the house down almost, and that's how they cut away to a commercial break, because they were like, okay.
1: Everybody needs a breather. We all need to forget just a little bit how great that was, so that we can come back in and because i think it just picks up with cinderella just home alone
0: like walk like walking back into the cottage and yeah she's just like why would i want to go to a ball i could just sit by the fire and it's like meant to be ironic but i'm like honestly i mean same right like i don't want to go to the ball i just want to sit would by have the fire
1: about that it's <laughs> like, <laughs> like cinderella that's just turning 30 <laughs> why would i want to go to a ball i could just sit at home by the fire
0: it's like sounds pretty nice.
1: That sounds nice to me. But she um.
0: but, but, but 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 she's now sadder and is uh sitting there in 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 her in her own little corner in, being sad. In
1: her own little chair, in yeah. her own sad little chair. <laughs> her own
0: sad little chair in her own sad little existence. <laughs> and,
1: and then Whitney Houston. The
0: other queen pops up. The out. other
1: queen, and I I am convinced that this version of the fairy godmother is a vampire because she absolutely asks to be let in and she does not enter the palace
0: oh that's true she
1: must be invited in therefore
0: but wait at the end she's when she's like in like that doorway did she kill someone else and get into or house?
1: or cinderella then invited her into the palace, since that would then become Cinderella's home. Or if she was just like, maybe it's a weird gray area. If she's just like hovering above the palace, she's not inside the palace.
0: See, it'd be interesting, it'd be interesting if instead of midnight, she had to be back before sunrise. Be like, why before sunrise? It's like, no reason.
1: <laughs> not at all. I just, oh yeah, I guess she is in the daylight at the end. Well, that it doesn't mean saw. that she's not
0: a vampire, though. Yeah, maybe. Maybe she's got like a. sunscreen she's a,
1: on. A, or is like a daywalker, like Blade. Yeah,
0: she's Blade. <laughs> oh God, she's Blade. <laughs> that's why. That's why she goes to the palace and goes. Motherfuckers always trying to ice skate uphill. <laughs> now I understand. <laughs> so Blade comes to visit Cinderella and asks to be let in. <laughs>
1: And it's like, hey, uh, you know, dreaming is great, but if you don't do anything about those dreams, then then you're not fully living. And it was like, I didn't come here to be attacked, Miss Houston.
0: But at the same time, we all need like a Whitney Houston in our lives to just step in when we're feeling sorry for ourselves to be like, hey, oh
1: yeah, step out of
0: it. Do, do something about at it. Some like, point, yes, ma'am. At yes, some ma'am.
1: point in this scene when she's giving Cinderella the pep talk, she says, no one's stopping you but you. I'm like, shots have been fired, hey, <laughs> Miss that's Godmother. What you, that's
0: what you got a fairy godmother for. Yeah. Be, They'll be like, yo, like, I'm not just going to give you. I did like that about this portrayal where it's like, I'm not just here to grant your wishes. I'm not the blue fairy or something like that. Like, it is like, no, 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 no. You got you to gotta learn some life lessons here. You got to take some charge of your life here, mm-hmm. m'lady. And it's like, you're only staying here because you promised your dad that you would. And she's just like, you don't think your dad wants you to be here like this? Like, think about yeah, it's it. It's like, I don't think she's this like, is what i right. had
1: in mind.
0: She's right.
1: Yeah. And.
0: She might be I- a vampire, but she's right.
1: <laughs> when you're right, you're right. <laughs>
0: when you're right, you're right. And you, you're right.
1: Um, yeah, I, I do appreciate how much they, they drive home that it is about you taking charge of your own life yeah and of you know i can perhaps help facilitate some things as my fabulous magical vampiric self um but i you're the you cinderella are the one who has to like actually go and 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 go after the things that you want um which i think is a nice sentiment
0: I think so. And And also
1: sometimes you you just, you need someone in your corner sometimes. Yeah. A lot of the time. In your
0: own little corner.
1: In your own little chair. Someone in your own little corner. (laughs) (laughs) It's a very tight corner. You can't have too many people there.
0: But you can have at least one vampire there. Yep. (laughs) I mean, she's been alive for what six hundred years? She yeah. says, and it's just like, yeah, <laughs> total, probably one of the most powerful vampires we've seen, yep. judging by her. As we see her ability to manipulate life as it is by taking these innocent mice who are just hanging around and making Doing them mice into things, horses, and humans. Yep,
1: they're just like just oh. for a lark. Yeah, just 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 to get this pumpkin carriage up the hill. Also, they, they're like
0: vampiric goddess. Please let us live. We don't want to do your bidding anymore. Um,
1: but you get the, uh, the show-stopping number "Impossible," which is fabulous. Um, you get some questionable CG effects. Um, to turn the. I mean, how else were you going to do this? To specifically to turn the pumpkin into the carriage.
0: I mean, um, you could have done the really like old school way where it's just a pumpkin and then like she like does like something with her wand and there's just like a flash or something you have like a flash effect. And then it's a carriage, but mm-hmm. like they wanted to, they, they had CG at their disposal. They wanted to make use of it, um, for better or worse, you know, it's whatever. Yeah. It's the, it's a TV movie from 1997. It's about what you would expect it would look like.
1: Yeah. And, uh, when the, the dress transformation came up, um, we were both like, oh, but you could do it practically and it would look so much better. But you had the good point of maybe they wanted to keep the magic all looking the same so everything had to be CG.
0: I mean, that was just like the reasoning that I think that they were probably thinking to which then I would argue like, it's magic. It doesn't have to make sense. Or She's a vampire. Let her do her thing. (laughs)
1: Let the fairy godmother vampire.
0: Let the vampire vampire.
1: Yeah. (laughs) um anyway why does she
0: keep getting so close to cinderella's neck what's that all about it's like no just come here just like one little thing i wanted to tell you
1: (laughs) uh anyway they get to the ball and that's when uh fairy godmother drops the
0: drops the hammer
1: (laughs) drops the hammer of hey you only have until the final stroke of midnight and they roll up to the palace. At eleven fifteen,
0: it took their sweet ass time getting (laughs) there. It took their
1: sweet. It was. It is a very very tall hill that it's on,
0: and it's being run by horses that just five minutes ago were mice. Yeah,
1: they don't have good like control over their bodies yet? They don't know. Can you imagine
0: what their horses are going through their heads as you going up this tea bill. It's like, five minutes ago I was just in a cage running around in my little, in my own little corner and look at me now! <laughs> I'm a horse! I'm this giant creature! I don't like this at all. I hate existence. I don't know what to do with my
1: legs. So yeah, they're just, they're
0: just there like <laughs> plopping their like hooves up and down like,
1: ah, oh God, why? They accidentally step on a mouse and they feel so guilty. <laughs>
0: All the mice that died on the way up. <laughs> oh, God, I'm so sorry.
1: <laughs> uh, they get there, and Cinderella has a full 45 minutes um, for the remainder of these events to uh, to occur. Hey, if uh, you
0: don't think he's going to like you in 45 minutes, then, like, hey, just get out. It ain't worth it. <laughs>
1: um,
0: and they are on an assembly line in the dance of just, like, this very... This is the beginning of uh, what we'll get to with the uh, this big choreographed dance scene in like the Great Hall, where everyone is the. I mean, the costumes in this across the board are fantastic. This whole scene, like all of these actors are in like shades of like purples and blues. It's just it's so aesthetically pleasing. Yeah, except for
1: Calliope, who is in green. Oh, and I I thought was and and I guess Minerva as well. I thought she was in.
0: She was in like that, like orangish kind of getup or pinkish pinkish getup. I'm sorry.
1: She seemed more in the color palette, like it w- yeah. less. Her dress, whatever color it was, was less distracting than, uh, calliope's. But
0: she does get probably, and I and I've already said this. There, there are a lot of great lines in this that made me laugh. But she definitely. <laughs> like made me almost fall out of my chair because it's an assembly line they're all waiting for their chance to get down to dance with the prince and it's just everyone's taking their time and nothing's happening and finally Minerva just is like I want a chance at him (laughs) she just like yells across the whole thing and I was like oh my god she's shooting her shot right now she She don't care she's the
1: one who who is just saying what everyone is thinking (laughs) I want a chance at him uh, anyway, there's, you know, very comedic assembly line, as you called it, of dance partners. The Queen does
0: get that great line where it's just like, so many beautiful women here. he's bound to find someone.
1: Yeah, and if he doesn't, then this ball oh, will last forever.
0: Ever.
1: Or this ball, this will, ball never will never end. end. Uh, <laughs> we'll just stay here until he picks one. <laughs> um, She's but then, not fucking around. But then Cinderella enters and literally... Everything stops. And I'm not talking metaphorically. Everyone stops dancing. The band stops playing. We were joking that the board op was, you know, feeling, uh, you know, mischievous and was like, I'm going to put a spotlight on her just because.
0: There's like a swan pecking on the window. It's just all <laughs> kinds of insanity. Wait, that's a different movie. It's yeah, similar kind of vibe, though.
1: Um, But then... They see each other for the the second first time, and <laughs> they have a whole song of 10 minutes ago I met you, and... Um, yeah, it was
0: more like a couple days ago I met you, but, you know, once mm-hmm. again, they don't know.
1: They don't know, because you're wearing different clothes, and in a very different setting.
0: But they, they do get this great dance, and like you had pointed out, with this really quite impressive camera work, mm-hmm. uh, where they, they're doing some cutting in there.
1: But not they can't a lot. do it
0: all in one like shot, but they're very clever about it.
1: Yeah, there's there's so much continuous motion from the camera that is like really impressive.
0: And you get a very lovely dance number with all the other dancers doing their dances. It's Rob all Marshall just very,
1: very pretty.
0: Gets a chance <laughs> to really show off. Yeah, it's very pretty. Um and there's just, you know, shenanigans happening. The stepsisters are trying to get in, and the stepmother is like looking in, like, who is this mysterious woman?
1: Mm-hmm. And she like I guess she doesn't suspect in that moment, but later on she does suspect that it's Cinderella. Um uh the, the king and queen both dance with Cinderella and the queen is like, Oh, we must meet your parents and Cinderella's like, Uh, I gotta go Oh
0: and oh, and earlier we do get uh, the stepmother trying to like smooth talk Lionel and just sort of getting in closer. Which they have a lovely scene, and probably Jason Alexander's best acting in this, as he has to convincingly act as if Bernadette Peters coming on to him is not super hot. Yeah. (laughs) It's just like, okay. But he does get that gray line. It's like, I knew there was something between us. A continent.
1: It's like, I I wish that there was something between us.
0: And uh, so they do all that. Um, But yeah, they go back to, and (laughs) Victor Garber is very smitten with Cinderella as well. Just straight up is like, I were a younger man. It's like, what, yes, dear? Yes,
1: dear, I would be a younger, be a younger man. man. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yes, what? Go, good save, good mm-hmm. save. Uh, but yes, but, he, but meets the parents, yeah. It's like, who are your parents? Cinderella completely flunked that improv class because it's just like, ah.
1: I was told to just be sweet and pretty. They did not say that I would have to lie. <laughs> <gasps> <gasps>
0: she just like runs out the door. She
1: pieces out. Uh, Prince follows her. They have yet another song. The stepsisters get their song about like ah, yeah, why is like, he? Why is he into her? She's just perfect. Why can't guys want people like us? Which is I mean, honestly,
0: like a pretty realistic song. Yeah, like come on.
1: The song itself is like the melody is kind of funny and a little like quirky. Um. And so are the lyrics, um, to to a point, um, but yeah, it's like a we can't get too serious with this. We can't have the stepsisters be sad. They but, but they it have is, to be the clowns but it's and a, not sad. But it's a
0: legit argument too, where you're just like you know, who hasn't felt that we're like oh, it's just because they're really pretty. But like you know, I have personality. Well, yeah, fuck you, I guess. Uh, but you know, they are there, and you know, the prince is like, she's the one, the girl I've been waiting for. Is there to break the spell.
1: Yeah, and and this continues more of um, uh, Brandy and Paolo just being, like, your eyes need to be wider. Your smile needs to be softer. Just, no, make the other person more beautiful in your mind's eye. More beautiful. More perfect. It's not perfect enough.
0: You um, need to think they're a god or a goddess.
1: Yeah, they're... They're doing their best.
0: <laughs> but, alas, it's midnight. She pieces out.
1: Yeah. The clock strikes 12, and she's, she's like, like oh no, I gots to go.
0: <laughs> so she takes off, immediately goes right back to her scullery maid outfit, passes by the crushed pumpkin, and god, I hope those horses and... Footmen that are now mice again are all okay. They're probably running well, around.
1: Yeah, well now they might be eating better because they're now mice in the palace. So there's better yeah, but food the to eat. Palace of.
0: also has like rat catchers and mice catchers, right? And mouse Maybe. traps. Ooh, probably. Oh, living up high. Was it worth it? Was it worth it? Coming up this high. I side?
1: mean, how does that work? Because mice only live like three years. I think they, they have a very short lifespan.
0: Yeah, not as long as badgers, clearly.
1: <laughs> in my youth, six <laughs> years ago. Uh, that is a cut, uh, a deep cut to our Once Upon a Forest episode. Go back and
0: listen to it. It's a lot of fun. It's, in truth, probably one of my favorites that we've done. <laughs> uh, so she heads off. She runs down... With one shoe down this entire hill.
1: That took them, like, three hours to get up in a carriage.
0: Or unless it wasn't that far and these were just, you know, like, mice horses, like, pulling them that were probably like,
1: I don't know how to use these legs! At one point, (sighs) after the song Impossible is done, Cinderella's just like, I think it would be faster if I just got out and walked and Fairy Godmother was like, No, you are arriving in a fucking carriage.
0: Fairy Godmother was like, Impossible. Get back in the fucking carriage. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the vampire says you stay in the carriage <laughs> i went through a lot of work to make this into a fucking carriage and you're gonna show up in one
1: um, uh
0: but yeah and she ends up back down there but of course the prince finds the glass yeah. slipper
1: and uh, it's like no i'm going to find my love and I oh. and everyone else has face blindness, so this slipper is but, my only clue. But that's clue. right. When
0: she's running out of the palace and he's, like, running after her, he passes by his dad, who just turns and is like, don't let her get away, Chris. Yeah. Don't <laughs> which,
1: let her
0: I, which I know was, like, it, it's a very, like, sweet sentiment of it's just, like, you clearly love her. Like, go after her, son. You must but the, catch but her. But the way that he says it, it's almost just, like, like I was supposed to be like, if you won, I'll send out the archers. Like, no, dad, dad, no, come on. I'm, I'm Like, please don't do that. I was like, okay, but, like. Don't let her get yeah. away, or I'll know.
1: Chris, she's not like other girls. You have to find. Didn't her. you
0: read the script? She's not like other girls. Damn it! <laughs> uh,
1: anyway, this begins the the quest to find his lost lady love, and uh, just the longest montage of Lionel putting this glass slipper on women's feet and uh, uh chris's just disappointed face
0: because it's not like other slippers
1: <laughs> definitely not it is the most what? what was lionel's line like who dances in a glass shoe <laughs>
0: it's like most realistic line yeah. of the whole movie he
1: he's asking the big questions the real hard-hitting questions.
0: Yeah, lots of feed shots. It's almost turning into, like, a foot fetish video. A it's little just bit. like, okay, it's lots a, of feet. It's like Lots a, of feet.
1: It's very close to be, uh, to becoming, like, a foot fetish only fans.
0: Maybe Quentin Tarantino directed this section. We don't know.
1: <laughs> he ghost-directed this one sequence.
0: You doing the thing with their foot in the slipper on? I'll do it. Okay, Quentin. Uh, so, yeah, they're going through that, and they end up back at the stepmother's home and Mm -hmm. she's like yo i'm gonna lock you in this room because fuck this shit
1: and uh the slipper surprisingly it fits no one
0: (laughs) you do get that scene i guess a little earlier when they come back from the ball and like cinderella's there it's like oh how was it and they're like oh it was great of course and they're all just like fucking around a very
1: extended song about like oh I, Cinderella, I imagine that the ball was like this. And the stepsisters are like, yes, yes, it was. And I think this is the moment when the stepmother Mm -hmm. is like, wait a minute. That was you. That was you.
0: And then really, I mean, talk about like things really take a shift into Mm -hmm. the the dark briefly.
1: Yeah, it, it, this script is not really interested in giving backstory or explanations for why people are the way that they are and why they behave the way that they do. Um, but this scene gives enough context just for like the dynamic in this familial relationship of, you know, just giving the line of you're common Cinderella, your mother was common and you are common. And like,
0: and your father was a fool. Yeah. It's just like, oof
1: and that's it that's all you need
0: and when you have someone like bernadette peters who's delivering it with such aplomb and such venom you're just Mm -hmm. like yep you don't need much else than that
1: yeah um and you get
0: and and, and you get teary brandy as well
1: yeah the lone single tear that may have been dropped onto her cheek
0: (laughs) Uh, there were a couple shots of that where they were just like and go get the visine there we go there we go
1: (laughs) and hey, voila, you're crying.
0: Imagine, machine, right? Um. Uh, but so they're in, they end up at the house. They try it on. It doesn't fit, though. Minerva is like, you know, straight up just like, it's like, you shrunk it. Like, she's just like, get the fucking thing on my foot. Uh, But then, of course, we try it on the stepmother, and it does fit, or so we think.
1: And then it's like, ah, this is a, a death trap. Please get this off of my foot Immediately, I have made a terrible mistake.
0: And then it leads to probably, I would argue, the funniest physical gag in this <laughs> entire movie of the three of them all going to like, what's behind those doors? And they all like walk over. But because they all are only wearing one shoe, they just all in like in tandem just walk over in a little boom, 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 just boom, 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 and then just get in front of the door. Yeah, and it's, it's, just, just, it's like a beautiful moment motion. of physical comedy that is just so fucking funny uh but
1: what door oh you mean this door there's
0: nothing behind these doors uh of course the door is open there's give no us one the in gate there. key
1: what gate key Tears arms off oh you mean this, this gate, gate key. key
0: there's no one in there he goes out despondent and cinderella almost gets run over again
1: and then s- surprise their face blindness is cured
0: <laughs> hey you're that one girl almost got run over by that carriage like a day ago what's up wait a minute i danced with you too wait a minute (gasps) your foot fits in the slipper we
1: had so many songs that we sang together
0: and she takes her foot out of what looks like a very comfortable slipper
1: very comfy
0: and puts it into this glass fucking shard thing Ow! i didn't even think about that i'm like yeah those shoes break like ow
1: yep um but they're magic shoes which is probably why they don't fit anybody else.
0: Wait, maybe if they break, but then they bleed for the vampire.
1: <laughs> is that how... I knew
0: the glass of it would break eventually.
1: <laughs> is that how uh, the fairy godmother collects her payment for her <laughs> services? <laughs> eventually this is going to break, and then <laughs> I...
0: And I will harvest all that blood <laughs> out of your foot. Oh, going back to the foot stuff, this is weird. <laughs> uh... But, you know, hey, it fits. Isn't that great? And Um, then they
1: get married. And Whitney Houston sings over all of the very long procession uh, to get to their wedding. And it's all very pretty. And and
0: She's installed her familiar in the royalty now. So now the vampire will take over eventually. She's Mm -hmm. like, great, now I have supreme power over this land.
1: Yeah. Maybe that's her, her long game.
0: Is to, is to get someone in and on the inside and marry into the royal family. Yeah.
1: She just needed an invite into the palace, and Cinderella is her way in.
0: So wait, now she's maleficent?
1: I don't know. Maybe, maybe
0: it's sorry because she didn't get invited to a party and she was just like, hmm, I don't like that. Death to your baby. <laughs>
1: um Brandy Cinderella. They get married, and you know, we assume live happily ever after. Yay!
0: With a couple that pretty, how could they
1: not? <laughs> um, yeah, and that is that is Rodgers and Hammerstein's Cinderella.
0: I did want to ask you a question because I did look this up. How much do you, what do you think the budget was for this movie? Oh,
1: the budget.
0: Yes, please, um, please do tell. And this is in 1997.
1: Mm-hmm. 1985. <laughs> um... I don't know the, with all of the sets and costumes and actors involved, and the CG, and the CG,
0: which was probably really expensive at that time,
1: and Whitney Houston alone, (laughs) yeah, um, fifty million.
0: Oh yeah, no, it wasn't quite that high. So not
1: like feature film. No, 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 no. Um, twenty million.
0: It was twelve million.
1: Twelve million, which for
0: a TV movie is pretty sizable. Yeah. Like once again, not a feature, but with that kind of cast and on that kind of scale, yeah, twelve million, which I think I, I crunched the numbers for inflation, it would be roughly about twenty four million today.
1: Okay.
0: Twenty four million for a television movie. Yeah. That's that's a lot. That's quite a lot. Yeah. I mean, but it shows on screen too. Yeah, it I, was does gonna, show. I was just
1: going to say, like you, you see where all of that money went mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. do we want to do a brief recap of what worked for us and what did not work for us or how or have I we like are... kind of gone over yeah, it? yeah i
0: i found it i found it very charming like it, it is what it is and it doesn't try to be anything more than that and uh i found it very charming and very likable and uh i love the cast and a lot of the design elements and yeah it was very cool. fun
1: um yeah same Shall we revisit our grades and provide our revised graze. Gra- graze? grades? Grays? grades? can't graze. speak. It's late.
0: Grays. Uh yes. Would you like to start off? You started at a B.
1: I did. Um. I. Can you go first? I need to think about this. I should have thought about it before we hop back on to record, but I didn't. So.
0: I didn't either. Let's see how I do. Uh, I started at a B minus, uh, and upon watching this, I thought that was a little harsh when I started, but I wanted to be fair to how I really felt. Uh, I will bump this. I'm going to bump it up. Uh, the question is, is what do I bump it up to? And, uh, I'm going to say I'm gonna bump this up to a B plus. I was going to bump it up to a B, but I'm going to say a B plus cause like, a tier I res- I I reserve strictly for certain kinds of movies. Just depending, I don't think it's quite that. But like that being said, it's a movie that kind of what you had said. It's not the kind of movie that I would usually watch. But that's nothing against the movie. That's just for what it is. It's great and it is very fun and it is very sweet. And they they lean into the fact that they're being they're treating this story very seriously. I mean, very genuine about it. Not ironic. Uh, they still get a lot of fun jokes in there. The actors are all very committed to it, very invested. Um, And hell, yeah, when you got Bernadette Peters and Whitney Houston, it's just like, yeah, (laughs) how can you really go wrong? Um, But yeah, it's a very it's a very sweet movie. I I had I had a really good time watching it. Like, yeah, there's some moments it gets a little slow at times. It gets a little muddled down at times. Um, Probably could have used a little bit of trimming in that. But like, it's a it's a B plus for me. I think I'm okay saying that.
1: Yeah, I think I am also in the B-plus camp. You're um, going to
0: up into a B-plus?
1: I am. Um, Impossible. For... <laughs> no, it is possible. It's possible. Oh. <laughs> That's the reprise or just the continuation of that song? I don't know. The songs all kind of blend together uh, at certain points of this movie. Um
0: a creature yeah, but, who but... sucks blood? Impossible.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, for... for the reasons that you have just mentioned. Yeah, I'm gonna bump it up slightly. Uh, it is just it's a very charming, very earnest, well crafted TV movie that is full of a lot of very talented people and it was a delight. Yeah.
0: I feel it definitely falls into I was thinking about it this when we were watching it. We had said this about the Swan Princess, which we talked about last year, and I feel this is in that same category of like, it's a theater kid movie. It's a it, it's a movie that you put on at a cast party, and I could totally see that happening. Absolutely. And it would be a fun one to have on at a cast party. It would be a fun one to watch with a bunch of friends, for sure.
1: hmm Oh, yeah. If someone is like, hey, do you want to put this on? I'll be like, yeah, sure. Let's do it. A
0: bunch of, like, hardcore theater nerds would be
1: great. Yeah. Sing along to everything.
0: And in case you didn't know, we're huge theater nerds, people.
1: <laughs> if you've been listening to really any of this show, you you know that you should have
0: figured this out by now. Uh,
1: cool. So that is a definite recommend from us. We are both at a uh, a clear-eyed revised grade of a B plus, very solid. It's a movie that's doing exactly what it sets out to do, and it is very late uh, for us, so it's getting to be about that time. Uh, if you have enjoyed uh this episode, if you enjoyed the show as a whole, please consider uh leaving a rating and or a review. Uh, on whatever platform you are using to listen to this show. Uh, Five stars would be awesome. And if not, maybe just keep that to yourself and find something else to listen to. Yeah. Um, There are so many other movie podcasts. I'm sure that you will find one that is up to your standards. Uh, Anyway, uh, if you want to follow the show on social media, we are mostly on Instagram, technically on Twitter, Um, though Twitter is... Very neglected. Um, on both of those platforms, we are at What a Movie Pod. Uh, if you want to follow me on either of those platforms, you can follow me at Nicole Knutson sixteen.
0: And if you want to follow me, uh, I've largely been off of Twitter, but like I did get a little bit of run of popularity recently. So fine, you can still follow me on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, at the real J Ferrero. Real is in a film reel with two e's, and Ferrero is in Ferrero Rocher. And uh, we've been playing it kind of fast and loose. Uh, we're Like like we said before, we, we're we going to not wait that long before we release another episode. Thank you for your patience. Uh, but now that we're all set up, we'll be coming out with more, more often. But we're doing a new thing. We're playing it kind of fast and loose. We have schedules, but we're also just like, eh, like, what movie's going to be next? Maybe we'll just decide on it the night of. So, like, the next one could be the story about, you know, a boy and a porpoise. It could be the story about ethereal beans on a baseball field it could be about you know animal friends who become lifelong friends who knows we don't know these are all just possible examples so <laughs> you'll have to come back and find out what the next one's gonna be
1: yep and um, it could be
0: about killer toys we don't know
1: <laughs> um and as we said it's getting late for us so good night or good day or good morning, whenever you are listening to this.
0: I'm James Ferrero.
1: And I'm Nicole Knudsen.
0: And Wanted what a, a movie. movie!
1: Invite me in. Impossible.
0: Invite me in, Mac-a-man. What? Macaman. <laughs>